I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. What's up, everybody? Christy Code Red coming at you. Oh, at the time of this recording, it is a beautiful Boise evening. Absolutely gorgeous. Happy to be here talking to you all. How is everybody doing? Well, listen, I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. I'm going to try to be quiet because Miles is upstairs reading and a lot of you guys don't know this, but I have a hearing loss and I get freaking loud. Like right now I'm looking at the screen as I'm recording and my voice just constantly goes into the red zone where the podcasting guys that manage my podcast tell me, don't let it get into the red zone, Christy. And I'm always like, I step farther and farther back from the microphone and it doesn't seem to, I'm just, man, sometimes I get fired up and I get loud. So I'm going to try to keep myself under control because today's subject is who are you blaming for not keeping you happy? And let me tell you, There are a handful of subjects that get me fired up and this is one of them because I get so, I get so mad at the victim mentality. I get so angry and frustrated with the bullcrap entitled mentality, that whole blaming other people for your mistakes and poor me and oh, life just dealt me a tough hand. Who are you blaming for not keeping you happy. Because let me tell you something, spoiler alert, it ain't nobody's job to keep you happy. It ain't nobody's job to keep you happy. No one is responsible for your happiness but you. You know, I I recently spoke at a halfway house in Boise, and this was a, a group of women who had recently been incarcerated, and they were reacclimating to society and uh, a a wonderful a wonderful facility in Boise um they have this great program kind of a, a a rehab program and these ladies they come in I'm not laughing or anything I'm just I'm trying to I'm stumbling because I didn't know I was going to tell you guys this so I I don't have it worked out in my head yet but they apply to be in the program and if they get accepted there are three different houses and this house the first house that they go to they spend i don't know i think it's 6 to 10 months in this house and they have to follow pretty strict rules right um they have chores to do they have um they have to go to church of course they have to go to aa um and they they have a sponsor and all, all this stuff and so and then the next the next house is is kind of a more of a transition to a little more freedom and then the third house you know you get the point and I, I was, I didn't know what to say to them, you guys. So I walked in and they were also, you know, they asked me to come speak and I don't know, uh, let me just say five, 10, 15, 20, maybe 35, 40 women there. And I walked in and I stepped up uh, to the front of the room and they were all sitting around looking at me. And I said, you know, um, I, I didn't know what to say. So that's what I said. I said, you know, I don't know what to say to all of you right now. I'm wondering, you know, what is this? You guys might be looking at me and like, who does this chick think she is rolling up here in a brand new yellow Corvette with bright purple high heel shoes on and a bright blue mohawk? 
who does this girl think she is wasting a Sunday night talking to us? Like, what the heck? Like, she ain't ever been do nothing. And I said, quite frankly, you know what? I don't give a rat's fanny what you think of me. And guess what I think of you? Nothing. I don't think anything when I look at any of you guys. You know why? Because I don't give a rat's fanny what your past was. I don't care what you have gone through because you're sitting right here right now. And there's no difference between you or I. And I looked around in the room and I said, there are no victims in this room. It's 100% up to you from here on out to make your choice. And I know that they, they're real, they believe in God and they, you know, they have to attend church and, and I believe in God. Of course, I love Jesus and stuff, but I said, let me just tell you, it boils down to you and you ain't nobody coming for you. Cause when you find yourself somewhere, the phone's not working, nobody's picked up and there's nobody around. What are you going to do? What choice are you going to make? It boils down to you looking out for you. It's nobody's responsibility but you. And I just, and I really just was talking to him straight. You know, I I just, I don't do well with the poor me bullcrap mentality. And none of them had that. None of them had that, or at least I didn't see. And that's what I'm saying to you guys. Look, you might have been dealt a rough hand in your life. And I get that. All right. I totally get that. Crap could have happened to you. We all had that dirty uncle that shouldn't have touched us where he did, but that son of a gun did. And he needs to be, he needs to be castrated, but whatever. Every single one, almost all of us listening to it, we've all had crap. You probably have had crap happening. You just absolutely didn't deserve stuff that you couldn't control things that were absolutely wrong. But what are you going to do about it now? All right. Your happiness is 100% up to you. You're listening to me right now. You live in this country. All right. You live in America. If you're listening to me and you live in America, holy crap. We are living in some good times right now, aren't we? 2019. At the time of this recording, it is May 2019, and holy crap, there's so much opportunity out there for us, it's not even funny. Anybody can make it in this world. You just have a little bit of gumption, a little bit of creativity. So for you to sit over there whining and crying and carrying on like poor me, oh, I've got no pity for you. I got nothing for you. It all boils down to you looking out for yourself and you being responsible responsible for your own happiness. Look, it is not your spouse's job to make you happy. I have said this before and I'll say it again. I love Miles. I absolutely love Miles Hewitt. He is wonderful. He's a wonderful husband. I would not have married him if I didn't love him. He's a great match for me. He's a complete opposite of me. He's retired. He has his own money. I have my own money. He does his own thing during the day. We're both very independent. We both make great parents to Annabelle. You know, he is a wonderful man and he brings me happiness, but he is not the source of all my happiness. It is up to me to make myself happy. He is one slice of my happiness, just like CrossFit, just like running, just like Code Red, just like my Mohawk, just like my family time, just like my cabin time. There's my husband right there. He is one of the slices of my happiness but he is not responsible for me making myself happy. I am responsible for me making myself happy. And you 
are responsible for that too. You cannot rely on somebody else to cheer you the F up. Okay? If things are going right, these stinking kids, my husband's being a jerk, that's why my life's a joke. No, 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 no. It's 100% up to you on how you, what your attitude is going to be. I get it that your kids left your kitchen a mess five minutes after you cleaned it. You were the parent. And ultimately, you choose how you want to handle this. All right, you got a boss that's a jerk? I get that. You choose how you want to handle that. You choose your attitude. If you choose to stay, get a good attitude. If you don't like it, leave and go find a different job. But don't sit there and act like your happiness, oh, I'm unhappy because my, no, you're unhappy because you choose to be unhappy. Don't give me that baloney. You choose to be unhappy if you are unhappy. You choose to be frustrated. You choose to be sad. You choose to be guilty. You choose to have shame. Nobody makes you blank. Nobody makes you feel guilty. You'll you'll never hear me say, oh, why she made me feel guilty. I mean, geez, no, no, no. Nobody makes you do anything like that. You 100% choose to buy into that bull crap or not. Look, you might have a, you might have a reason to be totally just absolutely blow your top off angry, but nobody makes you angry. So you 100% have got to take responsibility for yourself. If you can get this through your thick skull, my Lord, life's going to be a whole lot better for you. You know what I'm saying? Can't stand that victim mentality. You know, there are, the internet is full of stories of people that have, uh, oh my gosh, they've defied the odds. I mean, David Goggins, David Goggins, you guys, have you guys read his book, Can't Hurt Me? Are you kidding me? Have you, if you have not read that, read that book, you need to read that book. David Goggins, G-O-G-G-I-N-S, Can't Hurt Me. Holy moly. That's a guy who had a right to be mad at the world and had a right to play the victim mentality. And I don't think anybody has a right, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, severely, severely abused as a child. So things that you can't even, you and I can't even possibly, most of us can't even possibly wrap our head around. Severely abused. And look, and look at what he did with his life. And look at how he overcame Joyce Meyer, another one, the TV evangelist and the author, Joyce Meyer. She's like, I don't know, 75, 78 years old or something, severely abused by her dad, sexually abused by her dad for like 14 years or 15 years or something like that. I mean, the story she could tell would make the hair stand up in the back of your neck and make you want to go throw up. They're horrible. How in the world did that woman turn out normal? There are so many stories out there of people who have overcome the circumstances that you and I would absolutely, we, we couldn't even stand to listen to. You know, I've had my own crap. My sister and I were both molested when we were little kids by a sick uncle who, by the way, like a couple of years ago, tried to reach out to me on Facebook. Are you freaking serious? Like what a sicko. You know what I, you know, on a side, I'm going to just side, I'm just going to sidebar here for a second and say that I'm not angry. I'm not angry at, at him for, for that, because I know someday he's going to have to stand before God and answer for his actions and what he did to me and Carrie and maybe 
other kids. I don't know. He's going to have to stand before God. And, and that is going to be, uh, <laughs> that's going to be more than anything I could ever do to him. I mean, the guy to have to stand before God and actually ha- give an account of your life. Shoot. You'd rather take a bullet in the head if before you do that. I mean, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be pretty severe. I mean, his punishment's waiting for him. He will have to be held accountable for what he did. And so it's not going to, it's only doing me, it's only going to hurt me if I stay angry at him. The guy that I was with when I got out of high school that would uh, physically and, and emotionally abuse me, yeah, he hit me. Yeah, he he made me steal things from a department store for him. He pushed me out of a moving car one time. Yeah, he was horrible. He said horrible things to me and just completely brain, just tried to, tried to brainwash me into believing I was nothing and told me I was dumb and that I would never amount to anything. It doesn't, it doesn't do you any good to stay angry at people like that. All right. Yeah. A few years later, I had $36,000 stolen from me from a guy that I trusted over and over. I've been knocked down, but I wouldn't trade that for anything. I really wouldn't because what if that what if I am the way I am today because of those things? And I choose to believe that they are what helps shape me into who I am. So I don't regret having gone through that. Of course, at the time, oh my Lord. I mean, you want to talk about it, it, being at rock bottom. You're just like, you got to be kidding me. I, I this, this is horrific. But I'm able to talk to you guys about that kind of stuff. I'm able to do motivational speaking and and speak to groups and say, yeah, I overcame and you can too. But to blame other people for what happened to me and, and let that keep me from my happiness, that is where I draw the line. I draw the line with me and I draw the line with you. You've got to, you've got to demand more of yourself. You cannot live your life like that. I promise you people are going to disappoint you. All right. If you rely on someone else to keep you happy, they are going to disappoint you because humans are that way. We make mistakes constantly. I'm so glad that my husband doesn't. Oh, my Lord. I mean, if I if he relied on me for for his happiness to be the one thing that kept him happy, no matter what. I mean, I'm I'm, I've got my head in code red 16 hours a day. I mean, I barely come up for air. You know, Miles is great about entertaining himself. He goes on mountain bike rides. He goes hunting with Terry. You know, he's really good at at being independent. Thank the Lord I'm not in charge of his happiness. But I promise you, if you put another human being in charge of your happiness and it's their job, they will let you down. They will let you down. You cannot put that kind of pressure on somebody. It is not anybody else's job. You've got to take responsibility for yourself. You take responsibility for the crap in your life. You take responsibility for the good in your life. You don't like something, freaking change it. Stop complaining about it. Nobody wants to hear your bull crap complaints. You are responsible for you. And that is the bottom line. The sooner you can learn that, the easier your life's going to be. And I mean easier as in the better your attitude is going to be. And it's all attitude. Come on. It's all attitude. If you can get that through your head, you're going to be so much better off. Because if you can't get that through your head, then you're going to find that even the smallest things bother you and nothing will make you happy. And if it does, it's only going to be for, you know, two minutes. It all boils down to you. It, It really does. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. 
I get it that crap has happened to you. I get it that it was unfair. I get it that it shouldn't have happened. I get it that it was wrong. I get it that you didn't ask for it. I get it that, you know, you were, you were a kid or you were too young. You didn't ask for the parents that you have. You know, I, I, I get that you've been through crap, but what about now? Cause all that is in the past. What can you do now? You can make you happy. You know, I haven't even brought up code red as far as, um, weight loss goes, but, uh, this is part of what we talk about in code red. We do have counseling programs available with code red. If you go to coderedlifestyle.com and you click on counseling, you're going to see the counseling programs that we have and they pertain to eating, but see you being overweight, that is just a side effect of a bigger problem. That is not the actual problem. You being overweight is not the actual problem. You do understand that, right? Well, my problem is I'm fat. No, I think there's a bigger problem. I think that being overweight is just a solution to the bigger problem. You ate because of blank. So yeah, it could behoove you to get some counseling for that. And we provide that at Code Red. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, click on counseling or forward slash counseling and see what we can offer you. And of course, if you need a good plan, if you want to lose some weight, you need a good plan. We have those two. You can poke around the website and see what else I've got. Really great coaches that have all been through the trenches. They have all been heavy themselves. They all had to lose the weight. Our coaches are absolutely incredible. So check them out, see what we can do. Thanks for listening. And of course, please, please, please rate and review this and share this, please, because it's doing pretty well. I'm pretty happy about that. And it's all because of you. So thanks so much for listening to this. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of help, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs and see what we can do for you. Until next time, Rebel on.